In this episode, we are talking all about calf slimming using neuromodulator. Welcome to Anti-Aging Insights, where age is a state of mind and aging is a treatable condition. And now, here is your host, Dr. Terry Fisher. All right, welcome to the podcast episode. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Today, we are going to continue our journey down the body And we're going to talk about the different types of muscles that we can treat with neuromodulator. Now, if you have been following over the last couple of months, you'll know that I have been speaking about this from the perspective of the muscles of the face. And we've talked about the forehead, we've talked about the eyebrows, we've talked about the cheeks, we've talked about the chin, all the muscles underneath these structures and how we can use neuromodulator to treat them. Today, we are moving further down the body and it may be a muscle that you haven't considered using neuromodulator on. But there are select patients that do really like to treat this muscle. And of course, I am talking about the calves. So today I want to cover some of the anatomy of the calves. I want to talk about how we use neuromodulator to treat the calves, why we would do that, and a little bit about the procedure itself. So let's get right into it. First of all, the calves. The calves are made up of a number of different muscles. Probably the two most important ones are the soleus and the gastronemius. Now the gastronemius is the one that is a little bit more superficial, more towards the surface, and that is typically the one that is treated with a neuromodulator. Again, when I say neuromodulator, I'm talking about the different brands, Botox, Nuceva, Dysport, Zeomin. And why would somebody want to treat their calf? Well, the biggest reason for this, and the primary reason for it, is for the shape of the calf. There are certain people, and in fact, certain cultures that really appreciate a very slim calf. And if you have larger calves, how do you do that? Well, the answer is neuromodulator. Now I'm gonna come back to how that all ties in, but I wanna just step aside here for a moment and talk a little bit about how neuromodulator works. I think it's really important then to be able to have that understanding to then know how that works for the calves. When we inject neuromodulator, whether it's into a muscle in the face or into the calf, the way it works is it limits the communication between the nerves and the muscles. Typically, when we want a muscle to contract, when we wanna move a muscle, a signal comes from our brain down to that muscle, wherever it is, and that tells that muscle to contract, and then there's movement. In the case of the face, if you move one of your muscles, that results in movement of the overlying skin, and in turn, that can result in wrinkles. When we move our calf muscles, we are causing our extremities to move. Typically, when someone is working out their calves to get their calves bigger, that's what they're going after, we are using that signal from our brain to our muscle and telling it to contract repetitively so that we get hypertrophy, enlargement of the muscle cells, and you get that larger defined calf. And when we inject the neuromodulator into the calf, it disrupts that communication between the brain getting to the muscle. More specifically, it disrupts the communication from the nerve that's in the location of the muscle from communicating with the muscle. What does that mean? It means that the muscle does not contract as much. It means that the muscle relaxes. It means that there is less hypertrophy, which means that the muscle over time starts to get a little bit smaller. It's essentially the opposite of working out. 
When you work out and you're constantly contracting the muscles, they get bigger. When you're not working out those muscles, they get smaller. You can think of people that have been in the bed for whatever reason, whether they've been sick for a little while or whatever the case may be. And oftentimes we feel that their muscles have gotten smaller and that person can look a little bit more small. That's exactly what's happening because they're not using the muscles. So the neuromodulator is a way to artificially get those muscles to relax. And ultimately, why is that important for calves? Well, for people that want to have their calves to be slim, that is the way you do it. You inject the neuromodulator. Again, it causes the calf muscle to relax. There's not as much contraction. And over time, that goes down in size. Now, because we're dealing with very large muscles here in terms of the gastrocnemius, we are dealing with relatively large doses of neuromodulator as well. It's a completely safe dose. You have to have many, many more times the amount of neuromodulator that we're injecting into the calf for there to have any systemic effects. But nevertheless, it is a much bigger dose than, say, for example, putting into a tiny muscle in the face. We typically do that with a number of different injections around the back of the calf in the particular areas where we want to see that slimming effect. The procedure itself is relatively quick because it's literally just injecting the neuromodulator into a couple different areas. It takes a few seconds. And then typically it will last three, four months. When you are using a higher dose, you can get a little bit more longevity out of it. So sometimes up to six months, but it does take probably about two rounds of treatment to start to see any real noticeable difference in the calf slimming. Having said that, the effects can be quite apparent to people that want to have that effect. And I have a number of patients that have gone through a calf slimming procedure and they're thrilled. And now they come back for a maintenance dose of this on a periodic basis. So that's a little bit about calf slimming and how you use neuromodulator for it. It's a great treatment. If that's something that is something that you're looking for, then by all means, of course, I'm happy to discuss it with you. Happy to go over what is involved, do an assessment, and make sure that everything is safe, customized, and appropriate for you. You can always reach out to me through my website, drterryfisher.com, on Instagram, at drterryfisher, or book through the clinic at antiagingvancouver.com. Thank you for tuning in again this week. I am super excited about our upcoming episodes over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be getting back to doing some more interviews of some very, very special guests that I know you'll love to hear from on various different topics. And I'm really excited to be able to share that with you. So once again, thank you for tuning in. It's a pleasure to have you here and I'll talk again real soon. Until then, take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Anti-Aging Insights. Stay tuned to discover more of the latest news, treatments, technologies, and developments in non-surgical cosmetic and anti-aging medicine. For more inspiration, to access the show notes, or to book an appointment with Dr. Fisher, Dr. Frame, or any of the other anti-aging professionals, please visit our website at antiagingvancouver.com. Until next time, stay inspired and live life well.